Let's go, girls. From New York City to Los Angeles, Powered Up with Beck and Franklin is giving women of all ages permission to live the life they've always dreamed of. Why live in black and white when you can choose the brilliance of 3D and Technicolor? Each week, Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin and their high-powered guests will be here to cheer you on, to share their challenges, their successes, and what they've learned along the way. It's all about women supporting women. The stories and practical tips on sex, beauty, money, and so much more are designed to help you reconnect to the powerful woman you are. Fabulous knows no limits. Now it's time for you to expand your boundaries. Here are Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Hey ladies, this is Sandra Beck and I'm here with Linda Franklin and this is Powered Up Talk Radio and we've got a jam-packed show for you guys today. It's really great. We're going to talk about an event with L'Oreal. We're going to talk about um, our favorite psychics email that came out and we're going to visit with Frankie Picasso and we're going to talk about why we chose the life we have. Now this is, you know, before we were born coming into our current bodies and why did we choose our brothers and sisters? Why did we choose our parents? And why did we choose our children. It's all good. It's all going to happen today. Linda Franklin, how was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was fun. It was beautiful here in the Northeast, and um, we went to a an auction uh, in the country uh, where we have our home, and it was it was kind of fun. We just kind of went. There was a lot of celebrities there, so uh, I just went and I snapped a few pictures and I listened to a few auction items, and then we left. <laughs> But I put them up on Facebook, so it's kind of fun on Linda Franklin. Uh, Seth Meyers was there, and I liked him. And they honored um, uh, Diane von Furstenberg. This was all about the environment in our area. So she started an organization maybe 25 or 26 years ago. So they honored her. And the uh, Masters of Ceremony was Christine Baranski, who I really like. Oh, I love her. She's from my hometown, actually. Buffalo? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, she is. She's our hometown sweetheart, and she is such a great actress. Oh, she is, and she even sang on Sunday, a cappella. You know, she sang sort of a a tribute to to Diane von Furstenberg, and she was she was terrific, and she's. She's beautiful. I mean, she's she's so. I mean, she, you know, she's very tall, but she's very very thin, and um, she's and she's on one of my favorite shows. I love The Good Wife, so it was fun seeing her. Well, and she's she's striking. Like when I've met her in person, she's striking. Like you just you're struck by her. She's lithe and she's beautiful, and she's yeah. just got this amazing, like just the best smile. You know, when she smiles, like the whole room lights up. It sounds total cornball, um, but if anybody's watched her, like I loved her on Civil. I loved her on um, oh, she was on The Big Bang Theory when she yeah, was singing. She was she was Leonard's mom. Yeah, oh my God, she's so great on that. And when she was singing with Sheldon Cooper, um, like, any way you want it, that's the way I want to take that to my grave because she can no, make me smile just by hearing her name. She's multi-talented, so it was it was just fun. Uh, and, you know, they're all in my little corner of Connecticut. You know, I guess these are the people that don't want to go to the Hamptons. They're, they're there in this rural uh, country setting, and, it, and it's really, really lovely. But then on last Thursday, we had um, our pre-Veterans Day makeover at L'Oreal, and that was so much fun, too. We made over 26 uh, 
women in the military. And what a blast it was. We started out with uh, breakfast at L'Oreal, and then we just had to walk a half a block over to Redkin, which, of course, is uh, L'Oreal as well. But that's where all the um, team was ready to do their magic on our girls. So... When we walked out of the building and, they, and turned on to Fifth Avenue, all the L'Oreal employees were out on the sidewalk cheering and waving the American flag. So, I mean, it was very emotional. A lot of our girls were really, you know, taken back. It was really pretty, pretty fun. You know, it was great. And then there was a surprise guest. And, and, and the women knew who she was, too. I don't know if you ever – she's on a reality show, and I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's called uh, Salon Makeover, and it's Tabitha Coffee. And so she was there, and the women were taking all these pictures with her, and she spoke. And so it was just – it was lovely. And then, of course, the makeovers were – they had all these, these wonderful artists there, um, doing the hair and color and cut, and then there was makeup and manicures and pedicures. and. Oh. Now, is Tabitha, is she the blonde lady from Australia? Yes. Okay. Yeah, she's the, gorgeous, the blonde, too. You know, and I saw her on the street waving a flag, and I said, oh, my God, that, <laughs> I recognized her immediately, and I said, oh, that's Tabitha. And then she just came up in the elevator with us, and she was, you know, she was there for a good piece of the morning. Wow. And so was she raising maybe an American flag or an Australian flag? <laughs> it was the American flag. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, what? You know, so it was, um, you know, it was, it was great fun. The women had a blast. They got great gift bags at the end. And, oh, and and then I got the, um, the uh, Veterans Affairs Commissioner of New York City out of, it's called the MOVA, Mayor's Office of Veteran Affairs. So she came, Lori Sutton, who's a retired Brigadier General. So she came to speak for a few minutes. And so, you know, oh, and then, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Carol's Daughter. It's a line of hair care products. I think it originally started out for African-American women, but it sort of migrated into everybody's uh, hair, and uh, she's on HSN, so she was there because, of course, L'Oreal took that that company over as well. They're like, they just come and take all these little companies, and it's wonderful. Um, so she spoke, and um, so they, she was interviewed. So, that, you know, there was a lot of, a lot of good stuff that came out of that. That is wonderful. What a star-studded weekend you had, my little oh, celebrity boy. friend. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. No, it 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 was uh it was great. So we'll have to see uh we'll see what's next. I mean, I you know, we're going into this this uh, new uh line of of healthcare for veteran women, but the the makeovers are so much fun, so I got to continue doing them cuz they're just, you know, they're just they're terrific. And the women, well, and you I've know. Well, I got to ask you, when you were a little girl growing up in Toronto, did you ever imagine in a million years that you would be leaving the celebrity dinner? Because you're like, ah, eh, you know, it's time for me to go. <laughs> you know, most people would be hanging on this stuff, you know, much less meeting these celebrity stylists and, and being, you know, nose to nose with, you know, the hubbubs over at L'Oreal. I mean, did you ever imagine a million years you'd be where you are today? No, absolutely not. You know, and it, and it's fun, and it's such a journey. And um, you know, the the great thing is, you never know what's going to happen next. And um, you know, if you just stay, I think that the key is just, as we always talk about, is just staying in a good place and um, not letting what's going on around you, uh, you know, affect that. And 
that brings us, you know, I just want to talk for a second about this newsletter that Lori Johnson, she's an astrologer slash psychic, I guess, and she sends around a newsletter every week, and they're really, really insightful, and I really enjoy reading them. And she, she, she sent one today, um, and it was called Pluto and Capricorn. And apparently Pluto is in Capricorn from 2008 to 2023. And since Pluto is the planet of destruction, it kind of transforms uh, the structure and the conventional thought that, you know, we kind of got accustomed to. And, and, and the job of Pluto is to change or get rid of things that have become stagnant and no longer serve the greater good. So it's really, really interesting when you read these things, you know, watching what's going on in the world right now. I mean, all the chaos and all the hatred and all the killing and all of the uh, discontent, it, you know, it, it, it kind of makes, you know, it, it, just, it just shows you that this is what's happening. And it said the last time Pluto was in Capricorn was in 1762 through, 19, through 1778. And that period brought on the American Revolution, right? And, you know, th- those were both major changes, not of the country, but of, of, the, whole, of the whole planet. So, you know, this is a, an important time to, you know, to think about that. Keep yourself protected. But, you know, because I don't think anything is ever going to be like we remember it. I mean, it's, it's, things are changing. We, well, we and it's interesting we, you say that because I, I talked to the the the, the um, metaphysical intuitist in Australia today. Uh, I talked to Geraldine Tegelov, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov, and she echoed a lot of what you know. And I know they don't really know each other. You know, it's not like you know they're all on the same like psychic bandwidth. But she said this same thing about how we just have to kind of ride through these changes that there's lots and lots of changes going on and that she said something she said we have to have the deconstruction of the old in order to bring the construction of the new yeah and she said we're in that deconstruction period so uh, you know we just have rough. to kind of yeah to ride through it yeah and it's rough i mean you know it, it's a very scary time out there for for a lot of people and you know every time you turn on the news or read or, or look at something online, it's, it just, you know, it, it, you don't want to read it. It's, it's so horrible, whether they're blowing up planes in, 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 in Egypt or, you know, it's just, oh, my God. You know, and I, I hope that, you know, when this, when this period is over, that we are in a better place because right now, um, you know, if you look at the overall picture, it, it's not very pretty. So that's why we have to stay in our own pretty picture. <laughs> Well, and that's just what I was going to say. Like, you know, today, um, you know, I did my hour and a half yoga class and it was hot and I bent myself into a pretzel and it's the third one. So I'm starting to feel like, you know, I'm starting to feel the effects, like, you know, the good effects, not just the, ow, I can't get out of the chair effects. And um, when I was walking home from yoga, uh, I meet my dad down the street so I can walk down this really pretty Vista Parkway. And I was just looking at the beautiful blue sky and the puffy clouds and the mountains and some of the mountains have snow on the top of them and I just for that brief moment I felt all is right in the world you know at that point I didn't worry about my mortgage getting paid I didn't worry about you know who's shooting who and it was amazing what that little break could be and and you know you just look around the universe and say oh my god there's so much more going on than the stupid things man does to each other 
Yeah, and that's and that's the key. I mean, you you with that that moment when you felt so good it, that you know you were connecting with your with your higher being or your soul, and and it, it feels so good when you're there. So it just I scratch my head and say, well, why why don't we want to be there more often? Well, you know, uh, I think Lori Johnson said it great. She said, humanity learns faster and better when there is a great negative lesson. Unfortunately, that's true. We're going to come back from the break, though, Linda, and we're going to welcome Frankie Picasso. And we're going to talk about, you know, why did we choose the family members we have? Why do we choose our parents, our children? You know, why did we choose the life that we had coming into this life? And we're going to discuss that. We're going to talk about ways to examine our lives to learn the messages so that that we don't have to learn faster and better when there's a negative lesson. More after the break. We've got lots more powered up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. This is God in Country, the collision of faith and politics, hosted by nationally known speaker, Reverend Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Not your typical Rev. Dr. Sean is a proud military veteran, former law enforcement officer, and founder of the internationally regarded Executive Protection Team. Dr. Sean holds a bachelor's degree in biblical counseling and master's and doctorate degrees in theology and is currently pursuing a doctorate in ministry with a Hebrew worldview focus. Through his counseling, elite life coaching, and national speaking, this ninja pastor tells it like it is. This series is biblically and politically engaged with the pedal to the metal. Join host and author of the acclaimed yet controversial book, Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America, Dr. Sean Michael Greener, every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on this radio network. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck. I'm here with Linda Franklin, and our guest today is Frankie Picasso. And we're going to be talking about 
choices. We're going to be talking about shifts in energy levels. We're going to be talking about everything. But before we get into that, uh, before we went to break, we were talking about how the human condition needs to learn their lessons more by negative reinforcement than positive reinforcement. Unfortunately, I agree with that. But Frankie, you had some comments about the conversation that we were, Linda and I were having earlier. Right, I did. Yeah. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Uh, You know, we talked about change and and chaos and change happens best in chaos. You know, it's, it's like when there's a chaos or a crisis, that's when humanity and human beings, we laser focus and are able to be extremely decisive. Um, We can put, you know, take away all the, the clutter, let's say, and go right to, right to uh, what, you know, what it is that we need to do. So we, unless we're forced out of that comfy chair, you know, we're not going to go. The Chinese have two symbols for, for change. One is danger. The other is opportunity. So the danger, you know, is that chaos. Um, you know, we don't want to go into it, but the opportunity lays outside of, of this comfort, discomfort area. I mean, you know, let's face it, nobody's going to really put themselves outside of their comfort unless they're forced to. So the universe is forcing us to do that right now. And this, this Pluto, this air, you know, that you were talking about, Linda, this um, period of unrest and, and change, uh, it doesn't have to be negative. But I, I think, you know, there, there's opportunities that evolve from, from, you know, having all of this, this negativity, let's say. And we were going to talk, you know, about choosing the life that we came here with, that we pre-chose our existence. And if that is true, if we, if we you know, pre-chose who we were going to be, um, it's even a better time for us to have opportunities right now to be more of a humanitarian, to evolve even quicker in, in you know, how quickly things are changing as how quickly human beings who are, are quote-unquote evolved will evolve even faster. Well, I think this is a very controversial topic about choosing the life that you have here and now, because a lot of people would say that's absolutely crazy talk, because if I had the choice, why would I choose to have cancer? Why would I choose to be poor? Why would I choose to be homeless? Why would I choose my child to be sick? Why would I choose a divorce? Um because they, they said, you know, because that's just not what I would choose. But, and so they say they don't agree with we choose before we get here. How do you, um, when someone, and, and I think that that's probably the majority of people, so how do you deal with that? How do you answer them? How do you sort of switch that conversation around to make them more comfortable with thinking they did choose? See, and I'm going to chime in, Linda, before Frankie jumps in, because I'm going to say, given the situations that I've been through recently, I think that if we're going to do what we need to do on this planet, we have to go through things. So we can't just choose all positive things. Like I'm thankful that I went through the domestic violence experience that I went through. I'm thankful I went through the death of my mom. I'm not happy that it happened, you know, but I'm thankful for it and I can see the benefits of it. It's, it's spawned a career. It spawned radio shows. It spawned books and appearances. I can really make a difference in elevating society. And I look back and go, it can't be any miracle 
other than some divine choice that somebody gave me great communication skills, plucked me off a farming community, put me in the top university, you know, with the the best journalism program and business program in the country, then pounded me around a little bit in life so that I had something to write and speak about. Like those can't happen independently. So I say that we chose these things for our life purpose, but that's just me. So I'm going to put the mic over to you, Frankie. Uh, I have to agree with a lot of that, Sandra. Um, But I'm going to go back and answer your question first, Linda. Why would I choose to have a sick child? Why would I choose to be divorced? Why would I choose any of those things? It's really easy for us to think about heaven. You know, a lot of people talk about heaven and angels. That's an easy go-to thought for us. And it's it's interesting that we can think about the afterlife, but we can't think about the pre-life. Because when we're in the afterlife, what are we doing? You know, what are we doing? So we're, we're souls, we're evolving. We can't have this earthly experience in heaven, if, we, if that's what you want to call it, uh, because everything there is beautiful. And so we have to have that experience in the classroom, which is earth. And so we come here to do that work. So if I was a soul and I was on a learning path and I needed to, uh, you know, elevate myself to the next level and and they do believe that there are soul levels they believe that the elementals are the pure energy and you know rocks trees water uh, going up to the second which would be like sprites and fairies and you know uh, third level humans who you know don't have really much intelligence and and going all the way up to the 10th level which is god so we're all moving up this ladder there are masters and and you know under them there are other people and, you know, get down to to us plebeians down here. And some of us are a little more evolved, uh, people who are, you know, sensitive to uh, the metaphysical things, sensitive to uh, psychic precognition, things like that. Um, You know, so we're, we're on this, we're on this path and every, each of us has a learning path. And so I, let's say I chose to come here um, and, you know, and I have to say, it used to really bother me when I was younger, and I used to think about it a lot. Why would I choose, um, or why would all those people have to live over in Bangladesh and Africa and have that existence, and I got to be born over here? I mean, those are big thoughts, right? You think about those things, and how come they have to live in a place where horrible things happen all the time, and we live in a, in a fairly safe, beautiful home and and we're always fed and so why would that happen to me and not to them uh you know does that mean that they chose that or does that mean that they're not as elevated what does that mean you know why why are you here and i'm there you know maybe the answer is that we were there and we did that and we we did that work and so now we're here and we're doing this work whatever that may be but i don't know if you guys have noticed this, but I've met so many because of, you know, one of my shows, Mission Unstoppable, is that so many people who have gone through a life crisis, like a really big life crisis, have come out the other side of that, let's call it a spiritual journey, as teachers, like you, Sandra, uh, are a teacher. And Linda, you're a teacher. So I'm sure that you can name many other guests that you've had who were teachers now because of a traumatic experience that they had. And that traumatic experience was something that they chose. They didn't choose that exact experience, but they chose to have that something like that happen 
so that they would be reminded that they were a spiritual being having an earthly experience. Go ahead. Okay. Um, there's one thing that I didn't, what, what you said at the beginning when you spoke that, you know, you, you know, when we're up in heaven, it's just all, you know, it, it's all e- eating bonbons and, yeah. and I don't, I don't think that, that, that's the way it's, I mean, none of us know for sure, but it's just right. how we, what we believe. I think it, there, there's work to be done up there. Um, and I think, um, when we leave this plane and go up there, we take a lot of that stuff with us because we've, you know, we've got, we certainly have to work it out and then, you know, decide, mm-hmm. you know, what we're going to do when we come back. So, you know, they talk about this hall of records that we have to go right. through to review our lives and, and all of that. Um, so I think that there's work to be done there, but I do believe we take, um, we take us, we, our spirit, our soul, there um, with us, and and the more you can work out down here um, in this lifetime, it, it might be a little easier in the next. Exactly, and I, I, I guess I should tell folks that I, I am a master hypnothi- hypnotherapist. Um, in metaphysical. So I take people to the interlife, I've taken people to the afterlife, I've taken people to their pre-life. And when people, you know, and people might say, well, that's, you know, crap or whatever. Whether it's a metaphor for your life or it's real, uh, it doesn't really matter because there's always lessons from it. So when you, let's say there, there is a, um, a group of people who believe that we don't, we come here with only half of our, uh, let's say soul, the other part of our soul is still left on the other side. So let's say, you know, they're still waiting for us over there, but you're right, Linda, we're going to go, we're going to have this life. We're going to pass and we're going to meet a group of souls and they're, they're going to give us a review of this life. And they're going to say, you know what, you've had such a hard life. Like you went through so many things that your soul is, is, is kind of, sad or tired or needs help. So you're going to go to this place for healing. You're going to go to the healing room, let's say, for however length of time that might be. Then, you know, you might go to, go to um, in front of the council and the council will debrief you just like, you know, a crime had happened or something. They're going to debrief that life and they're going to ask you, you know, did you, do you think that you did what, the best that you could? Do you think that, you know, this is what you chose? Did, did that happen for you? And, and they might ask you, um, you know, would you go back there, you know, and, and you're going to really talk about that life. And, um, I don't think that you're Sandra, but Sandra's part of who's, who's over there. And and Frankie's part of who's over there. And Linda's part of who's over there. Um, but your whole soul is now connected once you go back home and, and, some people choose never to come back. Some people have had many, many lifetimes here on earth. Some people don't even come from earth. You know, they go, they come from other places, go other places. It's, it's really interesting. Um, when you take people back to a life, what and who you might find it's pretty neat. Oh, I'm going to have to do a past life regression with you, Frankie. I can just feel that coming on right now. (laughs) This is Sandra Beck from Powered Up Talk Radio. I'm here with my lovely New York cohort and my two Toronto gal pals, uh, Linda Franklin and Frankie Picasso. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about a couple more of these theories. And I'm going to share with you what happened to me in a dream with my mom shortly after her passing, which really sheds a lot of light on this situation. You're going to have to come back after the break if you want to hear more. 
we've got lots more powered up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. This is for all you girls about 42. Tossing pennies into the fountain of youth. This is God in Country. The Collision of Faith and Politics, hosted by nationally known speaker, Reverend Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Not your typical Rev. Dr. Sean is a proud military veteran, former law enforcement officer, and founder of the internationally regarded Executive Protection Team. Dr. Sean holds a bachelor's degree in biblical counseling and master's and doctorate degrees in theology, and is currently pursuing a doctorate in ministry with a Hebrew worldview focus. Through his counseling, elite life coaching, and national speaking, this ninja pastor tells it like it is. This series is biblically and politically engaged with the pedal to the metal. Join host and author of the acclaimed yet controversial book, Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America, Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on this radio network. Welcome to Geraldine Tegelove Live, the show that shares with you the secrets of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding your life. Having pulled herself from the rubble of financial ruin and having gone on to create a highly successful career, Geraldine has become an expert in the art of transformation. She believes that it doesn't matter where you are right now, how overwhelmed you feel, or how impossible the task of turning your life around may seem. You can do it. Stay tuned as metaphysician, international best-selling author, and intuitive Geraldine Tegelov gives you the inner understanding and the outer practical how-to to create your amazing life. Gain a fresh perspective on how to redefine, reinvent, and rebuild your life. Join Geraldine Tegelove live every Tuesday evening at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the Toginet Radio Network. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin, and we are already halfway through today's show. For those of you that missed the first half of the show, you're going to want to check us out on iTunes under Powered Up Talk Radio. You can go to the .com by the same name, PoweredUpTalkRadio.com, or you can go to our host station, Toginet, T-O-G-I-N-E-T.com, and find this show and many other great shows. Now, I have to just segue away for a little bit. I got a hold of Dr. Uh, Joe Gallenberger's new set of CDs, Linda, I'm so excited to listen to them. They're all about heart opening and finding love. Uh, for those of you that haven't listened to prior shows, we did Dr. Joseph Gallenberger's uh, CDs on the show that were Wealth and Abundance and Liquid Luck, which I have had great success with. So we're going to see what happens in the coming year and next season uh, when I do these open heart, uh, find love. That should be exciting because I'm really <laughs> bored with my love life right now. Um, so anything that the good doctor wants to channel through my way, thank you for the CDs. Dr. Joseph Gallenberger, look him up. You can find him on Amazon. You can find him just by typing in his name. He's got some great meditation CDs. Now, 
move back to point. Now, we were talking about, before we went to break, what people do in heaven or what people do after they pass. I do have to tell you girls that about six weeks, maybe eight weeks after my mom passed, I had a dream that I was talking with her and I said, what are you doing here? She's like, what are you doing here? I can see you. I know I can see you too. And I think we're in the Hall of Records because it was this big, big room with like really tall ceilings, almost like a, like a, um, like a, like a courtroom. Um, yes court hallway but it was really yeah. impressive and I said to my mom like what are you doing like you look great and she's like oh my god I am so busy she goes there is so much to learn there was so much to do you know those people who say you know when you you're gonna sleep when you're dead she's like they're so wrong <laughs> and you know we had this whole conversation and I woke up feeling like refreshed and energetic you know normally I'd wake up like oh my god my mom's dead how am I gonna get through another day Woo! but this dream you know or experience or conversation I had with her, I felt wonderful. And she said, we are so busy after we pass on. There is so much to do. There is so much to learn. And, you know, we're not going to sleep when we're dead. So this is kind of in alignment with, with a lot of the shows that we're doing. Now, Linda, you have a great friend, Fred, who who thinks a lot about this stuff, too. Now, what is his theory? No, his theory is, you know, yes, we're going to go, <clears throat> we're going to go up there and we're going to review our life and then we're going to, I don't know, I don't, time doesn't mean anything. So whether it's a year or a thousand years, it does, you know, I think when you, once you pass, time doesn't mean anything. But then you are going to decide what you want what you need to do, and I think you get very anxious to come back because, you know, the, the earthly plane is kind of the learning center. It's kind of the university. So uh, the soul, you know, the soul wants to come back. I mean, it has a choice, but I think a lot of them want to come back because we're all here, right? So his theory, you know, so we were talking to about how you choose your mom you choose, and you choose your dad, and, and um, that's, I guess that's the first thing. I mean, you, in order to come back, you need a body. So I thought that you choose your, the body, and, and he was saying that he thinks that because there's so many souls that want to come back, that you take any body that happens to be available. It's like like a passing parade. Oh, boom, I'll take this one. So, you know, it might be, uh, you know, uh, you're coming into the family of a black person or a Hispanic or a poor person or something in India. It doesn't matter because, you know, you've got your job ahead of you, uh, and this is the body that's available at the time. So, Frankie, what do you think of that? No, I don't agree with that. I think that it's a really it's a it's it's like a serious um sessions, many sessions with like your soul guide and the masters about you know who I think they give you like three choices of bodies, but um your parentage is very important and where you're going to live is very important to the job that you have to do while you're here. And it's unfortunate that we don't remember you know, when we come here, the job that we're supposed to do. But eventually, you know, there's a waking up period for many of us um, when, when it happens. And, and so, um, you know, if your learning um, is, is about, uh, you know, it, it was interesting. Okay, the way I think we got on this topic last week with, with Sandra, when we were talking about um, the dream girl, the, the dream guest that you had, and we were talking about Hitler. And I said, you know, what if Hitler, the most reviled man in history, was really just the, the most amazing soul 
in the world. And he said, I will take the role. I will be the person to be the most reviled because it will give humanity the most learning. You know, I'll, I'll do that. So I'll be, you know, so unselfish that I'll be like the worst person that you can imagine. And yes, I'll have to go and be healed for a long, long time, you know, cause I won't be able to put up with all the crap that's happening to me. But you know, how amazing is that, that somebody would choose to love humanity that much in order to give them that big life lesson. And so I think that there's many of us, like we travel in soul groups and that's why, you know, the people that we meet, uh, we're so in tune with some people like Sandra, you know, and you and Linda, boom, boom, you know, everybody hit it off because they're probably part of the same soul group. And we often travel together and, and there's people back home that you recognize right away. And, and, you know, um, and, and those that are here in this lifetime and you don't always meet them right away. You know, they pop up just in time. Cause somebody say, I'll come into your life, you know, when you're about 50 and I'll remind you. You know, uh, that'll be my job to kind of spark something. And, and, and so that's how it's kind of all set up. You don't know exactly what's going to happen, but, you know, the path is there for those things to happen. Well, I'm just going to say that if Linda, you and me are in the same soul group, God will never get a word in edgewise. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. We're teachers. We're supposed to talk about this stuff. Oh. It's about mind expansion, right? I mean, if you're going to have a higher consciousness, then you have to broaden your mind at least to say, maybe, maybe it's true. I, I'll tell you, you know what? When I was three years old, I used to have this recurring dream every single night for two weeks. Has that ever happened to either of you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this dream scared the crap out of me. It was airplanes, um, warplanes going up in the sky and then coming down and crashing. Now, I was three years old. I, I don't remember being on a plane. It wasn't in a war. It wasn't born in the war. Like, you know, but I had this dream forever, you know, over and over and over and over and over. And I had no idea what this dream was all about. A couple of years ago, I had a past life regression and the dream was there. And I, found, and I was a pilot. I was a pilot in the war that crashed, like a World War I that crashed. And I went, oh, my God, there it is. So I came into the life with the memory of the past life. And then the dream went away. I was like five. By the time I was five, it was gone. Go ahead. Oh, okay. So I just, you know, there's something like weird about like past life regression. I've heard it like, you know, four or five times now this week alone. So this is where we have to go in this conversation because I did a past life regression. I've done two of them. And one time, like when you talk about like a pilot in World War II, mm -hmm. I had this one where I've ha I had this recurring dream until they identified it in a past life regression where I was in like Buchenwald or Dachau. And mm -hmm. I was a German guard that was required to to keep these 30 little Jewish children in the circle. And if they went outside the white chalk circle, a sniper would pick them off. And I had this dream, had this dream, had this dream, you know, and I could smell yeah. the uniform. I could feel the thick shoes. You know, I actually even went online to look it up to verify if, you know, my that uniform looked the same. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. wow, that's really creepy that, it, you know, it looks yeah. like that. But then once I discovered this through a past life regression, the dream went away. Yeah. I haven't had that dream since. But how amazing is that? How amazing is that, that you verified, you know, your past life? You Either that or way too much History Channel. No, I think you verified a past life. I think so do you, you find did. that when you verify a past life, it can, you don't have to be bothered by the dreams or the memories anymore? 
Yeah. I, yeah. You don't, there's learning in that past life. Like, I mean, if they did the past life correctly with you, then they would have asked your past life self to, you know, what did you learn? It would have asked you to give your current life a message of love, something, and it would have asked you to give your past life a message back, you know, a forgiveness for whatever it is that you in this life feel like you might've, uh, maybe you didn't want to be that guard, you know? in that regime. So maybe, you know, you would have healed that, that past life and it went away. Hmm. I need to have a past life regression with you because we didn't do any of that. Oh, you we were didn't? just like, wow, that, that really happened. Wow. That was cool. Wow. You know, that was pretty much, well, that one was, it was like on my you end. Can, from you can do this past life regression over the phone. Um, it's hypnosis, Linda. So if, if, yeah. you know, you find that you can get into, you can do it and I could probably do it over Skype. Um, but it really is deep hypnosis. And, yeah. and that's where you have to go. And what about the people that are resistant to, to being hypnotized? Um, if, if they can go, and, and a lot of people see it like a movie. And so they'll go, this isn't real. You know, it looks like a movie to me. It doesn't, I think I'm making it up. And, and we just say, that's okay. Just go with it. Because there's always learning in that. And, and as I said before, if it's a metaphor or if it's real, there's real um, information coming out of that for you, you know, you know, there's so much information to be, I mean, and it doesn't even necessarily have to be dreams. I mean, there's something that you do now when P I, when people are choking, coughing, my, I, I physically, my heart starts to, to go really, really, really fast. And I, especially with my husband, I'll Uh bolt out of my chair and it's not like, and it's always been like that. And I, and when I was a kid or something and someone grabbed me by the neck, I thought I was going to, you were probably I, you were probably hanged or something as yeah, a witch. Yeah, I think so because and and that wasn't it's not a dream, but it's it's just it's a it's memory, just a visceral effect of someone about neck stuff or choking or something that that's still with me today. Like, what do you have affinity for that kind of stuff? Like for. Obviously, you have an affinity for astrology and Oh, well, we and can't even go there, and, girls, because i got to take you to commercial break, so I'm going to make everyone <laughs> ah! wait. I'm hanging with bated breath because there's so many other things that, that we're going to talk about with, with Linda and Frankie and myself. This is Sandra Beck of Powered Up Talk Radio. I'm here with Linda Franklin and Frankie Picasso. And when we come back from the break, we are going to talk about... These things, are they memories? Are they a film strip? Are they, you know, a bunch of things sticks together? But as Frankie said, you know, we can always learn something from it. But, you know, Linda and I have talked very, very openly about this on the air. Both of us, after doing all these spirituality shows, are like opening up and blossoming or turning up the radio dial to frequencies that we had never enjoyed before. I think everyone can do it. And people like Frankie Picasso can help us figure out how. So this is Sandra Beck from Powered Up Talk Radio. We're going to Come back after the break with more riveting information about past lives. We've got lots more powered up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. If you could live your life truly standing in a place of peace, joy, and abundance, wouldn't that make your heart soar? Now you can, with Lessons in Joyful Living, with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi, Mondays at noon central. Kimberly Rinaldi, having created a highly successful coaching practice, now teaches Lessons in Joyful Living. 
She believes in empowering others and that through it, you have the ability to break through any and all barriers, thus allowing you to reach your greatest potential and joyfully step into your life's purpose. What used to take weeks, months, or even years, she can now teach you in a matter of hours with her programs. For more on Kim and her show, go to her website, KimberlyRinaldi.com. That's R-I-N-A-L-D-I.com. Then join us for Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi. Welcome to Geraldine Tegelove Live, the show that shares with you the secrets of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding your life. Having pulled herself from the rubble of financial ruin and having gone on to create a highly successful career, Geraldine has become an expert in the art of transformation. She believes that it doesn't matter where you are right now, how overwhelmed you feel, or how impossible the task of turning your life around may seem. You can do it. Stay tuned as metaphysician, international best-selling author and intuitive, Geraldine Tegelov gives you the inner understanding and the outer practical how-to to create your amazing life. Gain a fresh perspective on how to redefine, reinvent, and rebuild your life. Join Geraldine Tegelov live every Tuesday evening at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Toginet Radio Network. Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Hey, ladies, as promised, we're back with Frankie Picasso and Linda Franklin. Now, Frankie, you were asking Linda some pretty pointed questions about her psychic ability. So we're going to go there. We're going to go there, like walk, open that door and walk right in. (laughs) Okay. So, Linda, tell me about your psychic experiences. Tell me about your intuitive you know, I, I, I'm not like Sandra. I don't have them. I've never, I, I've never talked to my, my parents who have passed away in a dream. I very rarely dream about them. I, what, what friends that are really like Sandra, like my friend Fred, call me the bridge because I've not had the experiences and yet I absolutely know it's true and I believe everything that you guys tell me because I know it's true. But right. I haven't had... You, a lot of those experiences on my own, but I am a, I'm a very good read of people's energy. Right. But like, I, know, I, I think that's me. Like, I think what Sandra um, has the ability is mediumship. She can talk to people who've crossed over. Yeah. I think what you, what you have is, is um, more clairvoyance and, and precognition. So the ability to read, you know, to read a situation and know it. And that's clairvoyance really. And, so it's the same. It's just a different facet of the same thing. Well, I think we ought to, the three of us ought to go on the road. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. No longer the witches of Eastwick. We're like the witches of radio. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's great. I love it. Yeah. You know, I did a reading for somebody the other day and, and she called me up. She goes, oh, my God, I feel so fantastic. And I find like I can't do a reading in front of people. I have to I, like I do cards and stuff, but I have to do it on my own. Tune in to that person. I do animal reading too. Tune into that person, and then um, you know right, I'll type it up and I'll send it. Like it's just so much easier for me to do it that way. I, the the visuals don't get in the way for me. And you know everybody has their own way of of reading and feeling and knowing. And I think if 
you know, more people would, if more people would use what, you know, you call your gut instinct and start trusting your gut, the first time you hear something, you know, the first, on the first, you know, do that one. Is it red or blue? Red, you know? No, yep. it probably wasn't red. It was probably blue. Well, you know what? Nine times out, it's going to be red, right? Like, but if you start to test your intuition and test your gut um, and start to trust it, then it's really a powerful tool. And that, that's just being psychic or intuitive. That's all it is. So how did you develop this with yourself, Frankie? Did you like, you know, did you just like grow up knowing this or did you grow into it? Did you have like some huge life changing accident or divorce? Like for me, a lot of this stuff cracked open when my mom died. I got divorced and went through a lot of trauma. It seemed like it cracked open everything. And all of a sudden, you know, the radio dial was dialed on a frequency I could understand. All of it for me. Um, I've always been interested in it. I've always really loved, you know, the idea of, of, you know, it probably started when I was really young with witches and, you know, that whole psychic thing. Always really was like that stuff. Um, and then I left it for a little bit. But my intuition is I've always trusted my intuition. Always, always, always. And, and I've always tried to ramp that up. And I've taken many courses with many different people uh, because it's fun. I've done remote viewing and, and, you know, it's a little bit harder, but it's fun. Animal, you know, communication, because I love animals. And usually, like I'll say, you know, your dog really has to pee, you know, and, and people are like, what? what? <laughs> like, you say, let me out. They just don't know. I'm like, how come you don't know that? <laughs> you know, it's so funny. But just, I don't know. Like, I mean, everybody has the ability. It's just being open to it. And it's like walking to a party and you feel the vibration, right? That vibe, yeah, yeah. you know, what's going on here? People, Ooh, somebody just had a fight, right? You can tell that, you know, that feeling when you walk in a room and something's off or, you know, or somebody- the big avoider. Like I'm, I'm somebody like if somebody has some serious, nasty energy, mm-hmm. like if I just come near them and I'm like, Oh no, I'm not talking to you. I'm not looking at you. And I literally will run in the other direction. I don't care what I could be in a supermarket. I could be in Walmart. Mm-hmm. You know, I could be at a hockey game and I just come up against someone and it's almost like they're just, you know, I don't know what the word is, but it's just like, oh no, danger, Will Robinson, run, run, run. It's a vibration. <laughs> and you and you should, you should, you know, if you can think about it, um, just protect yourself and protect yourself just by putting, you know, imagining that you're putting this, you know, white light around you, barrier, green, whatever, per- cocoon yourself in this and, and, and protect yourself. Um, because sometimes those energies will cling to you and come home with you and you don't want that. Ew. Yeah. No, it is. And they, you know, sometimes it actually Smudge. hurts to be with people with, with a really yes. bad vibe. I mean, you know, you just, it, it hurt, physically hurts you. You know, you just got to get away. Or you and have a new what, friend that's like a psychic vampire, you know, and you yeah. go, why am I so tired? Why am I so tired? You go, oh my God, that person's a psychic vampire. That's why, and you have to cut them off, you know? And sometimes, you know, it's really funny. I mean, I mean, I guess I've always been like this, but, you know, so I always thought I was really nuts because, you know, I can be with somebody, you know, not my husband, because that's a sort of a, even that we, we need our space. But if people come to visit or we're going, I, I can only do it for so long. And then I, I need, I need to get away from it. You know, yeah. I, I, I can't have people evade my space for too long a time. I'm finding the older I get the less yeah. I can tolerate people. Me too. And, and I, I don't know if that's a good thing. Now. <laughs> I think it is. I was thinking about that today. You know, why is that? Because I'm spending more time alone yep. uh, in quiet, 
but more creative and more open to the energies of the world, right? So I think that that's, that's what's happening is that we are, we're elevated to this new level and we're so sensitive to the energy that we have to take a break. We just have to get away from people. I'm never visiting either of you, just putting that down right now. <laughs> You're like, oh god, I couldn't wait to get our energy. I thought we were out going on the road. <laughs> okay, we can go on the road, but we I guess we need our own road. Is that right? We need our own trailers. <laughs> we need our own trailers. <laughs> we'll light candles, it'll be all right. You know, no, two so, or three days is fine. Okay. I, or there. if you're with people that you really like, but you know, how many people do you really have this simpatico with? You know, not a whole lot. Yeah. So I mean come and stay? You can't, yeah. I don't, you don't talk about this stuff with everybody. Um, I, you know, I don't, even in my book, I said, you know, it's pragmatic, but there's a little bit of woo-woo. Um, if you believe in the woo-woo, great. And if you don't, don't worry about it. You know, I believe in it. That's all that, that's all that matters. And the people that, you know, I, I'm very friendly with and who are my real good friends, um, they believe in that too. And, and so I think that like attracts like, like the law of attraction, you know, we're going to, we're going to uh, magnetize with, with who we need to. Well, so, and what I find when I come to like-minded people is that it, it energizes me or it ramps it up or it, it like, like amplifies it. Like that's the perfect word. Like yes. whenever yep. I've been on a show with Linda and we, we meet with some people, like I have like wild and crazy dreams or visions or things like, you know, that, and then I go back to my work day and it kind of tunes out. But, you know, I always feel when I'm around Linda, it lights me up. And I know Frankie, you know, with you too, it lights me up. I just think it's, it's, there's so much we don't know. Yep. So how do you say no? Like, I'm not sure I'm saying yes to all this, but I'm definitely not saying no. Well, you know, do you think when you die, that's it? No. Okay, so you believe that the energy can't die. Right, I believe, like, and I, you know, and it's hard because I, you know, I was raised, you know, Catholic and raised Christian. So, you know, the soul lives on. Like, I don't, you know, like some of this stuff, I don't know if I know it because I know it or if I was indoctrinated so young or, you know, who knows. But the fact of the matter is, is it comforts me to think that we live on. And I feel there's no downsides. Like, this is where the business major comes out in me. They're like, okay, what's the, what's the plus of, like you're dead forever. Well, there's <laughs> really not a whole lot of there. So, and then, okay, what's the plus if you live on forever? Oh, lots of pluses. So yeah, if big I get plus. to the point, yeah, big plus. If I get to the point that I'm dead and you're dead and that's all that is, I just, you know, had 50 years of enjoying thinking that there was something else. Like, again, there's no downside to thinking there's an afterlife. But Sandra, yeah. you're a really common sense person, right? I mean, you, yes. you know, you're in your head a lot. So this is the way I think about it. If we're here for if 25 years, 50 years, 75 years, 100 years, and then we're gone, and then that's it, what was the purpose of the life? I know. Because it's right. just a spit. I mean, it's here and then it's gone. So what, what was the purpose of it? And I, I, there, I, there would be no purpose if, if we didn't learn from it, if we didn't come back from it, if there wasn't more. Then it's, it's I, you know, flowers come back every year. Trees come back every year. We, you know, we're, we're part of that energy. Why wouldn't we? It really freaks me out to think that I won't be anymore. Like, it was just, that's it. There's nobody going to remember. There's, that's just the end of it, right? And, and so 
and it's not me wishing that life is going to go on. I truly do believe that life goes on. I don't believe that my soul is going to, you know, you can see people's soul leave their body. You know, you, you can witness that when, you, you know, you ever put an animal down and, and I hugged my dog as, as he was dying and, and I felt the soul go. I mean, oh. you feel it physically. Yes, I'm going to tell you, I put two of my dogs down and I held them to my heart yeah. as they passed. And I felt like this, <gasps> you know what I mean? And it wasn't exactly. me responding to it. It was like this whoosh. And I'm like, I thought I imagined it with my first dog and then my second dog. I'm not a serial killer. They both were 16 years old, <laughs> you know, but with my second dog, I held her the same way and she was just breathing and I was prepared and I was going, did I, I mean, did I, and I, oh, there it was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. so well. They're so open. They're so you know, and, and you've got such a connection with a pet. They yeah. say that when people die, um, when when actually they die, and then a couple of days later they sit up. Like how freaky is that? And and it, it's very common for that to happen. I, I think it's really weird. But you know, like in the, Linda, you're Jewish. Yes. Yeah, me too. So in the Jewish tradition, you know how you have uh, somebody sit with the body. Yep. It's like it's like you know why are they protecting that body? Why are they there, sitting there? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I, they're waiting you know? for the soul to go. They're waiting so waiting nothing can soul. happen. Yeah. I think that's it. You know, oh. souls will hang around for a little while. And oh, then yeah, they go. I felt my mom around me. I felt my mom around me the day that she died and a couple of days after, but then I didn't feel her anymore. Oh, yeah. girls, we have to have a rain check with this. We're going to come back and do the triumvirate of Frankie Picasso, Linda Franklin, two Jews versus a Christian, <laughs> Toronto Canadians versus the American. Um, I got outmanned today, but I had a really great time with you guys. What a great show. Linda Franklin, uh, Frankie Picasso. Um, we talked today a lot of about a lot of different things. I welcome everyone listening today to explore your own gifts, explore your own abilities. Try it. See what 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 you got. You never know. You might be a bridge like Linda. You might be a wide open book like me. You might be a psychic extraordinaire like Frankie. Uh, you never know. Just give it a chance. And what's the downside? We've all agreed that there's no downside to thinking about life hereafter. Uh, this is Sandra Beck from Powered Up Talk Radio and Linda Frank. More next week. We're so glad you joined us for Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Sandra Beck, Los Angeles-based single mother and technology company owner, knows what it's like to be fit, funny, and fantastic in your 40s. Linda Franklin, a New Yorker with a successful marriage and 